Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. Uh, before I get underway with this episode, I uh, just want to apologise if the audio is slightly uh, off or a bit of poor quality. Uh, I'm away from my normal setup, so having to use an improvised setup. So apologies yeah, if the audio quality is uh, not so good, but um, the episodes after this will be back in the normal setup, so you can expect the uh, quality to step up. But um, So we played we played Leicester in, in, the, in the midweek kind of round of round of fixtures. Um, Leicester came to Anfield. Uh, the game the game at um, the King Power Stadium went really well for Liverpool earlier in the season. So going into the game, particularly with Man City dropping points against Newcastle, it was a, uh, you know, a real opportunity for Liverpool to, to press home um, the advantage we have over City and, and extend it to seven points. Uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Um, you know, the result was, was one all. We weren't able to, to extend the... Um, extend our kind of lead over Man City by any more than one point. So we kind of end, end this match day uh, five points clear of Man City, which, although the result isn't what we would expect, isn't what maybe many Liverpool fans would have expected, still being five points clear of City at this point in the season um, is incredibly impressive. And we shouldn't lose sight of that in kind of maybe some of the disappointment of, of not winning the game, which which actually maybe we should have won. Um, when you kind of take into account particularly the first half. But I'll touch on that a little later on um, in this episode. So the game the game started out really fast and really well from a Liverpool perspective. Uh, the players came out of the traps really quickly. And actually, having watched you know pretty much every, every Liverpool game this season so far, I actually think this game was one of the games where we came out of the traps fastest. And um, we, we looked really sharp right from the first minute, and that was rewarded by a Sadio Mane goal within the first five minutes. Um, and the funny thing about his goal was that, so Sadio Mane also scored in the reverse fixture at the King Power earlier this um, at the beginning of this season. <laughs> and actually the goal was it was very similar. It was a ball from, from Robertson kind of inside and the ball took a few ricochets and, and found its way to Mane in the box. And he, he finished then and he finished again uh, today, last time with his left foot, this time with his right foot. And, um, it was a great, great start to the game. We, you know, it was very similar actually to the Man City game against against Newcastle, where they went ahead quite early. And and I was hoping then we would kick on. Uh, we had a, some very, very good chances after that um, to to add a second and potentially a third. Firmino had a great chance, which was saved really well by Kasper Schmeichel. And and Sadio Mane had a free header from a corner as well, which he he put wide and definitely, definitely should have done should have done better with. Um, but we didn't get a second goal. We 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 were by far the better team in the first in the first half. We posed all the attacking threat and we were we were keeping the ball well, we had possession, but we were not, we were using the possession to create attacks. Um, and that was a really positive thing about the first half. However, the not so positive thing about the first half was right at the end, uh, Andy Robertson gave away a, a needless a needless free kick which led which is essentially what led to the to the uh, to the Leicester goal just before half time. Probably, um, as many people say, the worst time to concede, and because it kind of just changes the mood um, in the dressing room and in the stadium. But fair play to the Liverpool fans in the stadium. They came out in the second half. Nobody needed to win, and they turned up the volume. Um, so fair play to them. But it kind of put us going into the second half. It put us on a, um, I guess, a little bit of a downer, uh, which is never a good thing. But um, we, 
we responded relatively well. Um, but I don't think we... We didn't really create too many clear-cut chances in the second half, as many as we did in the first half. So the the, the kind of one chance that kind of springs to mind as, as the one that we really kind of should have got awarded was the, the Naby Keita penalty. So Naby Keita went, um, kind of played a 1-2, I believe, with, with Mo Salah, um, ran into the box and uh, was, was fouled by Ricardo Pereira. Um, the referee waved it away, um, not as a dive or anything, but just as... Um, kind of just contact but but not not being a penalty um, having looked at it in slow motion and you know Ricardo takes out his left leg so I I believe that's a penalty um, and I think if VAR was around in the Premier League this season VAR would also give that um, decision as a penalty um, but the frustrating thing was other than that we didn't really create too many clear-cut chances Firmino had another another snapshot which was saved by Kasper Schmeichel um, but we didn't, there was urgency in our play in terms of passing, but we didn't really create um, too many chances. I think, obviously we went into this gameplay both Shakiri and Keita, and I think neither of them really kind of shone in the game. Um, I mentioned a couple of episodes ago about how Shakiri's kind of gone off the boil a bit really since the United game when he scored that brace. Um, he, he's kind of not really done much. Um, he's, he's been in the team because of, um, you know, some injuries and things like that. And people like Milner having to play it right back and therefore freeing up a space in midfield for him. So he is, he is a player I want to see a lot more of, um, moving forward. Not only, you know, I want him to start because we've already been able to see what he can do for this team. And I think he will definitely have a role to play. Um, in the remaining 14 or so games um, of the season. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't in this particular game too impressed with what him and Naby Keita did. Um, I don't think they they added the attacking flair that they were in the team to, to do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think one of the, the things that we need to, to, to improve on and work on continuously regardless of whether we're top of the league whether we're we're still playing well is this kind of um i guess i call it the top third transition and what i mean by top third transition is when we move from midfield to attack and we are this season it's become obvious that we're missing that playmaker now we've tried we're trying to compensate for that by doing all sorts of things by you know uh having shakiri and uh, cater in there um, also having Firmino drop deep and play that role. And I don't think we've really found a proper solution um, to that problem. Uh, you know, Nabil Fakir may be, that, may be the solution. That's, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not sure we'll ever know the answer to that question. But um, we haven't been able to solve that kind of problem area for us. And I think we, we are getting around it by kind of our, our, uh, our confidence and our, kind of our form, which is which has taken us through a lot of this season and we've been obviously playing very well um, at the same time. But um, moving forward, I think particularly in the summer, I think uh, Jurgen Klopp acknowledges that that is a position to strengthen. I know there's been some ra- rumours and transfers about Timo Werner coming. Um, I wonder whether that will mean that Firmino potentially drops back into that number 10 role. That is... Um, I think I think would be an interesting move, 
and kind of move Firmino away from being the striker into more of a creative um, attacking midfielder. Um, one player I I want to really call out in this game who I haven't necessarily been a critic of him, but I, I always thought he could, um, you know, I always thought he could do better. Um, and he's the, he's a he's a player who who I who I love, and I, I you know I wouldn't replace him in our team, but sometimes he frustrates me, and that that is Sadio Mane. Um, in in so many games, his his um, his touches his touch is one of the things that frustrates me most about about <laughs> about his play. But at the set, but at saying that he he's a player who's actually quite often always in the right place and always manages to bag a goal. So there isn't really there isn't really too much I can complain about. But I want to purposely call out Sadio Mane in this game for being absolutely amazing, particularly in the first half. Obviously, the goal helps. And that kind of set his confidence right from the beginning of the game. But the runs he was making, he was intelligently coming wide when he when he recognised Robertson needed help, you know, by coming wide. He also, you know, came narrower and he was making the runs in behind the defence, which were causing problems. He was, um, you know, playing balls into space. He, w- he was just doing everything that, um, you know, a complete forward player should do. In the second half, I think, Leicester kind of defended a bit more compactly and deeper, and I think that affected um, kind of his ability to uh, really affect the game as as much or as well as he did in the first half. But he nevertheless played an absolutely fantastic part in the first half, and um, he, yeah, I think he was he was he was he was my man of the match. Um, the goal we conceded and, and all that type of stuff, I don't want to get too much into that, but one thing that is kind of slightly concerning is that over the last couple of weeks, you take the Crystal Palace game, you take this game, you take the City game, we are starting to slowly leak goals. Now, I, now part of this, I understand, is completely down to the fact that we're, we're in a bit of a defensive injury crisis type of thing. So obviously Jordan Henderson played right back in this game against Leicester. Um, hopefully we have Lovren back soon. Fabinho, who did come on later in the half, but hopefully he can start the next game. Um, yeah, Lovren was also on the bench. Um, we'll also expect to see Milner back soon and Gomez, with also Trent Alexander-Arnold coming back soon. So I think we're on that way there back to our, or Klopp's preferred back four. But um, we... We're just slowly starting to leak a few goals. It's not become an issue so far. Obviously, you know, in the Leicester game, it was an issue because we we didn't end up winning the game. But it's becoming... It's becoming... It's making me slightly reminiscent of of previous seasons. Now, we've got Van Dijk, and I'm sure the the confidence that came out of all the clean sheets we got in the first half of the season will, will come back. And I think the players in our defence are good enough to, to recapture that form. It's just something we have to be careful about um, because there will be times, particularly in the next two months, where it gets um, it gets a bit squeaky, squeaky bum and uh, we have to tighten ship um, and kind of just hold the fort and maybe nick a goal or something like that. So we um, we will definitely need to kind of keep an eye on that and uh, but I think getting our defenders back and kind of getting our first choice back, four back, will play a huge part in that. 
as always, guys, the way we uh, end these episodes is with a with a shout out to Klopp, and I think the shout out to Klopp this week is to get the players to kind of refocus. Obviously, they had their training camp in Dubai in, that, in this ten day break we've just had, but just to kind of remind the players of the position we're in. We are five points clear. We are we've got a good run of fixtures coming. Um, let's get back to refocusing. Let's try and get back into that form and rhythm that we had, particularly over December and the Christmas period, where we kind of we, we played amazingly well. Um, so the shout out to Klopp is to try and kind of just get the players to refocus, bring bring them maybe back to reality. Kind of go and look. We've still got about fourteen games left. Um, there's still you know that means forty two points on the table, which means that we need to be fighting for every single one of those every single one of those points. So. Um, that's the shout out to, to Klopp for this episode. Uh, the next game is a Monday night football against um, West Ham. And this is at the Olympic Stadium. We may or may not be having a guest on that Let's Talk Liverpool episode. That's TBC. I'm trying to get that sorted. So there may be a guest for that episode. Um, but it should be a good game. We we often have good games against West Ham. Obviously, the first game of the season seems like a an absolute age ago where we beat them 4-0 at home. And... Um, I remember watching that game and, and being incredibly excited about what we, what I thought we were going to do in the season. So it'll be interesting to go to the Olympic Stadium. West Ham aren't on necessarily the best run of form. Um, they've been a bit a bit dodgy um, in the last couple of games. So it'll be interesting to see how we approach that game. Um, as has been the case for, for a long time, now I fully expect us to win. Um, I think West Ham are looking shaky defensively and are actually... Um, just playing a bit nervously, and I think we need to te- we need to capitalise on that. We've had some really good games at the Olympic Stadium, actually, so we have some good we have a good record there. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping we we go there. We, we show our kind of true 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 form and true kind of class that we've had throughout this season, and um, we can kind of drive home the victory and uh, continue to exert the pressure on Man City for keep dropping points, um, and so that we can kind of work closer and closer game by game to get to that ultimate aim of seeing where we are in May. So, um, yeah, looking forward to the game uh, this coming Monday against West Ham. And, um, yeah, unfortunately we didn't get the result we wanted against Leicester. But to keep things in perspective, we're still five points clear at the top of the table with about 14-ish games to play, um, which is really not a bad situation. So um, we just have to keep that in perspective. Thanks, guys, for, for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please do subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave a review if you enjoy the episode or you have any comments or anything you'd like to see or hear on the podcast. And uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you on a review of the West Ham game.